suddenly what ice cream and Bible conversation doesn't do it for him anymore. I get drunk and need to prove that I know all of the books of the Bible in order. They do not recite the books of the Bible at the Novacom Kids Center. <laughs> Swaying with your arms in the air to Christian worship music does not count as exercise. It is if you're holding up buckets of ice cream the entire time. Mr. Toby the Mac, how dare you? I like the idea of just like a fart room. Wait, just because you're on your knees doesn't mean you're praying. Holy, Holy shit! Crap. Actually, I'm feeling a little convicted about doing an, uh, a podcast where we uh, shit on Adventures in Odyssey because I had tea this morning with the loveliest person in the world, Snip's mom. You know what? I got a text about that. You want me to read it? Yes, I do. Okay. She said in the family group chat, may I just publicly state here that I love, uh, well, your real name. We just met for tea and discussed Emma and Jane Austen and life. So much fun and refreshing. Thanks, my or her son, my brother, for choosing him as your best friend oh and sharing him with all of us. Oh, my God. Are you going to cry? That's so sweet. I feel like crying. Oh, it was such a beautiful morning. I loved it so much. I feel like we should give my mom a, like a name, you know, like a potty name. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for using the appropriate terminology. Um, yeah. We could do Emma. Emma, that's a beautiful name. Okay, perfect. So, my mom, Emma. Oh, should Excellent. we say what? Uh, we should probably say what uh, podcast we are. Two wits, one cup. You had that ready. Were you studying all night? Yeah, I was. That's so Man, good. you don't know how many times I practiced that last night. And I had to get the air between each one so that I got the extra clean oomph, you mm-hmm. know? If I don't practice, I'm always, I'm like, well, you've heard it. You hear all the outtakes. I'm always like, welcome to Serial. <gasps> welcome to The Daily from the New York Times. Ah, God damn it. Ah, welcome to Up First from NPR. It's just, it gets... Don't give away your day jobs. <laughs> right. Correct. <laughs> I'm sure everyone has already recognized my voice from, uh, mm-hmm. I'm Michael Barbaro with the New York Times. I'm Joey Chestnut, winner of the, <laughs> of, of the... Um, is it Oscar Mayer Wiener uh, hot dog eating? Oh, Nathan's. sorry, Nathan's Wiener eating uh, competition every year in New York City. That's my that's my day job, but I'm I'm snip here. Yeah, uh, well, Pidge, what's your day job? Uh, I happen to be the person that cleans up after the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just brought you on for diversity. You're it's not really, actually famous. It's really wet. Uh, As am I right now for this episode. You know, I thought I recognized you. You're one of the wiener chasers, aren't you? (laughs) Stop it. I've heard rumors about you. Oh, no. I'm going to have to move to a different state. I'll have to clean up (laughs) at another kind of festival. What am I going to clean up after pies? We can cut this out, Pidgey. We won't out you. The people who clean up after the the Oscar Mayer, no, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest are, (laughs) we're so good at this job. Uh, They are some of the most clandestine jobs that uh, are available in this country. We're off the clock. We don't have to know the name. We're off the clock. We're off the clock. So what are our potty names? My potty name is Parsnip. 
I'm a she her <laughs> and uh also uh he him I'm of multiple genders as Joey Chestnut and as Parsnip but uh in this particular case I prefer she her thank you very much thank you uh Pidge mm-hmm. I mean Willie Chaser Whitaker Chaser what is it <laughs> hot dog chaser wiener chaser <laughs> wiener chaser <laughs> oh wiener chaser <laughs> your gay is coming out purse oh no um no hi I'm Pigeon. You had all I, those Wiener synonyms ready to go. Sorry about that, Pidge. But it all I started to with W, it. except for Whitaker, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you literally told us that he was a huge dick this up. Yeah, that's true. We'll get into it. But let can we? Okay, anyway, can, sorry, we Pidge. can we let Pidge? And who's our final I'm so person? I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Snip, who, are you fucking our... kidding me? Yeah. You're gonna talk over Pidge, our our trans host. I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Pidge. What, what an experience. I just can't. I cannot believe you, Snip. I cannot believe you talking over. There is there is one person on this podcast who is trans. And this is a problem in the queer community is that cis gay men think they rule the whole thing. And then you just you talk over our trans siblings. Go ahead, Pidge. That's quite the same. You know what? Really, I can't say idly by and let you slander <laughs> <laughs> it's the dueling pistols of obnoxious friends. <laughs> Seriously, I Paige, love I'm you so both. sorry. I'm so glad I have hands to hold both of you wicked pistols. <laughs> Jacking you off at the same time. <laughs> We're pulling all the triggers. I like to imagine Pidge bursting through a saloon door and pulling out two pistols, but it, it's just us, but we're like Pez dispensers, and Pidge is going pew, 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 but it's just it's our faces as Pez dispensers, and I think that's oh, fun. Yeah, That's kind of cute. I that's like more that. family friendly than you saying jerking us off. Well, yeah, and I like the idea that Pidge just has little special pockets for us. <laughs> that is so cute. Holsters, yes. little really holsters. You, bo- you both occupy a holster in my heart. Yeah. Pitch, would you fucking introduce yourself already? Jesus Christ. It's almost my turn. <laughs> I'm Pigeon. I go by they, them. And pray, who's, who are you? Finally, God. <laughs> <laughs> my turn to talk. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is Percy. Um, I'm usually a he, but I can be a she and a they whenever you want. So... Ooh, did I did I sound like I was putting on a fake gay voice or my real gay voice? Because I haven't consumed any substances. I sounded a little little gay for being very sober. That's true, but you are gay when you're sober, so I think it's okay. But okay. I did think actually, Paige and I were talking. We had a meeting earlier this week to talk about the podcast. Um, I'm sorry, you were just unavailable. That's why we didn't invite you. Um, we saw on your calendar you were booked, but I was it bottoming. came up in that meeting. That I think that you just need to decide a gender for the epi. Oh, okay. So what gender do you want to be this epi? Uh, okay, well, I don't want to seem like a copycat, so I can't be they, them, like Paige. And I don't want to be a mm-hmm. copycat, so I can't be she, her, like Snip. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be he, him, like the worst people in all of history. Mm-hmm. So I would like to be referred to as my first name exclusively. <laughs> Okay, you're going to be editing out a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to shave you for it. <laughs> <You're> like, 
I thought you said shave. <laughs> it's like, wow, weirdly specific. <laughs> yeah, Percy's going to shave down your playtime. <laughs> or my airtime. Censorship. Yep. Anyway, today <laughs> we are discussing an Adventures in Odyssey episode, wow! which happens to be number 462, the W.E. That, isn't that the channel that Gilmore Girls premiered on? <laughs> I will tell you that right off, the first thing that Pigeon did Whenever we said that the, or I told them that the episode was called the W.E., they went, huh, the Wit Emporium? <laughs> that sounded um, a lot better. <laughs> hello? It's Wit's End, D-W-E. I just thought, you know, I, I don't know. I just needed to express that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Uh, well, it's important to point out that this episode aired February 17th, 2001. Still pre-9-11. Yeah. Anyway, we can just move past that reference, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I know we did discuss that. I mean, honestly, okay, guys, side note, because I'm always going to take this out. Like, we talk about 9-11 all the time. There's going to be another reference in this episode, I'm sure of it. So we don't need to do it the first one. Just lull them into a false sense of security, and then they won't see it coming. Kind of like 9-11. Like 9-11. I mean, by the second time, by the Pentagon, we should have seen it coming, right? You know, we were talking about how Minecraft is closer to 9-11 than it is to today. Like the creation of Minecraft. Whoa. Yeah. Because people are still putting out, uh, watch me play Minecraft for the first time videos. And I'm sick of it. Yeah, and really, the watch me do 9-11 for the first time videos really died out around 2013. And it turns out that watch me do, like, reconstruct 9-11 in Minecraft is a really, really niche audience to play to. <laughs> is it? See, I thought it, that would have been, like, the big tent of Minecraft content. <laughs> they, they love doing many things, but uh, that is not one of them. <laughs> So I have a question about the episode. Sure. When did Nick show up? I don't know, really. I think I think it was like late, as far as albums go. This is getting really into the weeds here, Pitch. Hopefully you can keep up. This is album 36. Um, this is the first episode of album 36. I want to say Nick showed up around album 29 or something. Hmm. So he's a, a recent addition to the the AIO lore. He is. As you can tell by his accent, he's a troubled kid who got adopted by a family that also has a lot of animals, the Mulligans. Okay. Yeah. I um, was having a very hard – I was having a hard time placing his age. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I think was he's a not kid. quite sure. <laughs> yeah. I think he's like a teen. But I also am the daughter of a person who grew up in New Jersey and take great offense to this accent being associated with troubled youth. I mean, what else are you going to apply it to that's not technically (laughs) anti-Semitic? They do love bagels there. Well, I guess, I mean, listen to Bart Rathbone's accent, and you mean to tell me that Bart Rathbone is not coded as Jewish? Yeah. Mm, See? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's so many things in that. Yes, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, the Hawaii vacation? Ooh, that's a rough one. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is too far. We, yep. My emotional maximum is hit with just this one episode, so we can't bring <laughs> other things into this. I do believe Bart Rathbone comes up in our next episode, so we'll talk about him then. Excellent. He's really a, a cool and important. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think this is cool. This is an important, like, tent pole episode because it's the first episode of episode of album 36 and it was that was the first album my family ever owned on cd instead of cassette so this is a big deal that is a big deal well it super relevant to the episode because it's about traditionalism versus you know technological advances yes yeah technological upgrade necessarily being better or worse (gasps) than the previous version i don't know how meta that and honestly doubled down on futuristic technology so early whenever they were preaching about traditionalism wow we just blew this whole thing wide open that's wild we haven't even talked about the episode but my prologue well, we've had like 14 minutes of prologue, but my this this particular prologue is that I think this was the stupidest episode we've listened to so far. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> because they, the writers, they tease us. They're like, oh, what's going to make a mistake that they're going to consider a mistake? But all that's going to happen is that Wit's only mistake was ever thinking he could possibly have made a mistake in the first place. It's <laughs> The Adventures and Odyssey writers are just doing a circle jerk around the conceit of John Avery Whitaker, and they do Tom Riley so dirty in this episode. Ugh. I do have a lot of thoughts about Tom this episode, mm-hmm. and I, I think the boys are fighting. John Avery and Tom Riley are not getting along right now because of the amount of stress they're under. I absolutely agree, and I think it comes out in some of their conversations. Mm-hmm. You feel tension in it, mm-hmm. you know. And Tom, at some point, is like, "Get the fuck out of here, dude! Mm-hmm. Even if it's helping you, get out of here. I don't want to yeah. see you." Like, go, go, deal with your issue instead of fucking with my shit. Yeah. Once your problem gets big enough, then you can come back and talk to me. Mm-hmm. Well, we're okay, not anyway. to that scene yet. Let's start. Oh at the my beginning. god! Yeah. No more interruptions. So, the episode starts out at wit's end, Yay. where Nick, the new teenage employee, because now Connie is aging out of. Uh, being a teenager I guess but she's still probably 19 in this episode I'm gonna imagine yeah but now that she's an adult she can't make as many mistakes and still be worth being an employee at wit's end so now that she's an adult she's kind of lost that role and Nick is kind of taking over Mm -hmm. Um, so he is fantasizing and it's weird that the sound effect was just like (laughs) as he was fantasizing you know what? I should call her. What? <laughs> I should call her. That was a very odd noise for Nick to be making <laughs> with his very strange accent. <laughs> you don't get the joke. <laughs> no. It's like a that's what she said or like a that's what happened last night kind of joke. Like, oh, that I heard that like slapping sound like, oh, yeah, I should call her. <laughs> Okay. It's a thing on the internet. I can't. Okay, whatever, Boomer. Whatever, Boomer. Thank you. I mean, okay, Boomer. Shit, I fucked it up. Okay, (laughs) Boomer. (laughs) I was just, I was just trying to to suggest that that Nick Mulligan was masturbating in the little theater of Wit's End. Uh, This is a child, though, so play. Oh, you didn't masturbate before you turned eighteen. 
Don't finish, don't answer. <laughs> You're gonna uh, make she, me feel she, bad she, about she myself. She pleads the fifth, Your Honor. <laughs> okay, so Nick is fantasizing, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a rock star. I just got dubbed by my sixth fiance in a row." <laughs> and um, this is the band Rotting in the Prison of Love. <laughs> I, I, I think that's it. I think that's the name of the song. Oh, sorry, the song. The, yeah. the pain was. and heartbreaks break song. Rotting in the Prison of Love. <laughs> He wrote it back in the oily days of the band. (laughs) (laughs) I've been in that prison before. If he wrote this so long ago, uh, how what what fiance do do you think he's on now? That's true because it was he says he equates the oily days of the band to back when he was dumped by his sixth fiance in a row. So we could really be up there. Honestly, good for him for keep getting women to say yes at first. How uh, heteronormative of you to assume it's women. It's Nick Mulligan. Come on. Just saying. Listen, he's a badass rock star performing hits such as Rotting in the Prison of Love. Can we just back up for a second? I want to just point out that one of the biggest rock stars in history, Freddie Mercury, is notoriously bisexual, so. Yeah. Wow, I really needed to express that. I'm sorry. That was not, that was a bit much. Nick Mulligan is notoriously bisexual. He just happens to have only asked women to marry him. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Which is also true about Freddie Mercury. (sighs) Technically, it's only true of me. (laughs) So his fantasy bubble gets burst because Wit walks into the room and just like, uh, just like is normal for Wit, just... Ruining children's fantasies. Yeah, just <laughs> interrupting their dreams. You're having fun? Have you thought yeah. about how Jesus died on the cross for your sins recently? Isn't there something you should feel guilty about? Yeah. Oh, boy. That comes up a lot later this episode. Oh, my God. I think <laughs> I know the scene, but whatever. We'll get to it Yeah, later. so um, Nick basically is like, yeah, it's been a slow week. He says that it's a fad to be at the Novacom Kids Center. Wit says that he needs Nick to help him finish some old ice cream because he can't finish it all on his own because there haven't been kids coming. And I just wanted there to be a scene of Wit just gorging himself (laughs) on old ice cream. No one wants to be here anymore. Give hand me the peanut butter. I just have like a quick question, though. What do you do to preserve food? Freeze it. So. Does it? It just feels kind of not yeah like like he's just throwing a pity party and nick clarifies that it's only been a pretty slow week oh yeah okay the ice cream's already going bad does he does wit buy ice cream when it's almost spoiled (laughs) so he can like shortchange it so he can like overcharge the kids for like stale ice cream no wonder they prefer it at the novacom kids center there's a lot of reasons they prefer it there, but we're not there yet. But yes, that's a good segue oh back to the thing we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> okay, where were we if not at the Novacom Kids Center talk? Well, we're yet. not we're not at the Novacom Kids Center. We're at the Nova Kids Center talk. Yeah, but am I allowed to talk about it now? There's yes, no more preamble to the, <laughs> to the. It's it's a fad to be at the Novacom Kids Center. Yes, I thought it was funny to imagine Johnny Rewittish gorging himself on ice cream and, like, kind of throwing up in his mouth a little bit. Okay, I'm so sorry. 
But I think that it is important right now to acknowledge that it would have been super cool to have an episode of the kids, like, conflicted about which they prefer and, like, navigating that kind of experience of being committed to wit's end but also enjoying it somewhere else i feel like there's a story there but nope they just say the kids center has been built yeah i feel like it just appeared out of nowhere oh Mm -hmm. suddenly there's this other place that kids love to go hang out and it begs the question if wit is feeling this defeated after a slow week is it possible that he uses ice cream to lure the children there and he feeds on their energy to stay young and, <gasps> and he's missing that happiness because it's been a slow week just that's I'm a, just saying it's a really good question about wit's age because according to adventures in odyssey canon wit is a world war ii veteran who is still a small business owner in the year 2024 wow so good for her yeah except for it's wit so we hate her but that right. probably, and that's why Connie still sounds so young, even though she's been a part-time employee since 1987. The kids just don't want to work these days. Uh, you know what? Time's relative. Yeah. Time is relative. <laughs> and speaking of relatives, <laughs> Wit and Nick are not related as far as we can tell. No. But Wit does ask Nick, if you were a kid... Would you rather be at Wits End or the Novacom Kids Center? Which is a shitty question for your boss to ask you. Yeah. I'm I'm very proud of Nick for answering yeah. more honestly, but Wit should never have put him in that situation. Yeah. I felt uncomfortable listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Nick, so pathetic. Nick Nick goes, uh it's that well, the Novacom Kids Center's a little more happening, which then we get to hear Wit go happening. <laughs> yeah you Just, know we're gonna go to the sock hop next to the soda bar <laughs> hope uh, the jets don't get me oh no so then nick goes wits end is warmed over ancient stale and then wits says something like thank you for not being yeah. insensitive <laughs> yeah wits like okay damn that actually does sting quite a bit <laughs> yeah but Wit is, like, coming to this child saying, my ego has been bruised. Will you give me a little emotional hug? Mm-hmm. That is so inappropriate. Take the, your problem yes. to another fucking grown-up. The ice cream yes. can't fill the hole in my heart. Can can you validate me, please? This uh, maybe child, maybe recent adult. <laughs> and I'm sorry. This is now the second example uh, in, the, in the podcast uh, that somebody in odyssey has a completely inappropriate relationship with their employees putting the weight of keeping that business open on the employees directly mm-hmm. it is not nick's fault that wits end is failing right now it is not the timothy center's employees fault that it was failing like mm-hmm. what the fuck it's the yeah. owner's problem it's not the employee's problem yeah nick i do at least i really like nick because he's not a christian so it does kind of feel like they're trying to reintroduce him as a new connie yeah, uh, but uh, but like the writers do, they let him be a little cheeky, but not pure evil, even though he's not a Christian. So that's fun. I like it. I just think he's fun. I thought he was the most likable character uh, in the entire episode. I agree. I well, agree. Do we think that Wit again is is unloading this upon Nick because it, it is just the fear of competition? He is not the only yes. place that that kids can go, and it shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, if he doesn't update if you can't keep up with the times kids are gonna go over there old man this is stale 
Mm-hmm. What um, is a capitalist willing to do to remain in the monopoly? Yeah, you got to update. You got to get with the program. Mm. You'd think so. We get such a confusing message about that at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's never, yeah, it's very ambiguous. Yeah. So as they have this conversation, Connie appears, and then Wit goes, "I left you a voicemail. You should. You don't have to work today." No, he didn't leave her a voicemail. He left her a message on her answering machine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I updated this too much. It was a message on her answering machine. It's so Does stupid. Does that mean that she like... still gets paid though? Or is she just, like, out yesterday's shift and now today's shift? Oh, God. Knowing which, she probably just, yeah, doesn't doesn't get paid. Yeah, that okay. sucks. And then immediately after Wit tells her she doesn't have to work, then he's like, actually, never mind. You do have to work. And Wit, do, or Connie does come in, and also she hammers home that, like, it's been pretty bad. I can't remember a slump this bad before. Um, How many years has she been working for Wit's End at that point? Well, it... it I guess like 14, but it also <laughs> adventures and odyssey time is different than our time. And it's so weird that like a week of this is enough for them to be like, this is a yes. a major problem. This is mm-hmm. like, this is the equivalent of the great recession to, to wit's end popularity. Like it's been a week and the mm-hmm. new, the new thing in town is oh, like, thinks are gonna be popular for a little bit and then they'll die down back to equilibrium or whatever but like people are gonna go check it out in the first week come Mm -hmm. on yeah but wit is always so mopey he's like maybe i just need some new ideas Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then yeah as snip said He's like, well, Connie, you're already here, so I'm going to take advantage of you and uh, make you make you work for me because I'm going to do some marketing research at Novacom. Yeah, and he says it as if it's a joke, but that's literally what they're doing. Yeah, right. That and bullying children for not patronizing his business. Right. <laughs> we'll and get there. Nick says, sounds boring, but my doctor did say I'm not getting enough boredom. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, always feels good whenever lines like that are in the episode that like oh yeah the rest of the episode is definitely going to be good then if the mm-hmm. character in the episode is like this is gonna suck <laughs> <laughs> yeah kids could really stand to be more bored these days yeah i mean yeah they're constant the constant need to be entertained by their you and tick tubes <laughs> suddenly what ice cream and bible conversation doesn't do it for them anymore <laughs> why would they ever want anything other than that <laughs> well that is basically what happens in this episode but i do need a fact check when did chuck e cheese open oh it was de- it was definitely before this because i went when i lived in redacted and that was before this episode came out uh let's look because is it in response to a place like chuck e cheese uh, 1977. Holy, Holy shit! <laughs> oh wow, I went the censored version and <laughs> you didn't. Good on us. Diversity. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that that is uh, that's all we're looking for is diversity of exclamatory exclamatory. You words. can call me diversity e cheese. Diverse. <laughs> you know what that makes me think of? Welcome what? to diversity. What colorful good. It's like a, like freak, a freak show. show. Freak show. 
gosh. I listened to that Toby Mac album for an ungodly amount so of time. Good. That I bump it away, reclaim. baby. We don't play, baby. You thought you was bad, done for the day. But he said, she said, I said this, that you can't get away from your moment of blessing. Stirring, we'll lure you in and we'll make room for your shade of skin. Short ones, tall ones, skinny ones, bigger. Love is the gun and we're pulling that trigger. So you said me and I said you. Hope in the form of a new tattoo. Mine is a shining city on a hill and yours, of course, is the colors that fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it. What is an insane album? What an insane (laughs) album! And for that to be the opening, oh my, Mister Toby the Mac, how dare you! You know what? I will never get those hours back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You both are just like this is normal to experience. (laughs) But I do think I kind of relate because this feels very much like what I see on other people's faces when I get drunk and need to prove that I know all of the books of the Bible in order. So I, I think that I get it why other people are so annoyed by me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're having uh, breakthroughs. And <laughs> like this, is, if this is not a therapy session. Uh... <laughs> I was just, I mean, you know what? I bet I can do it too, though. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, numbers Deuteronomy. I can't do it while I'm listening Ruth. to you. Okay, 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 okay. So we're okay, at yeah. the Nova yeah, Kids the Center. The Nova Kids Center. <laughs> yeah, finally. Within two seconds, it's clear. Before we hear anyone say anything, it's so clear that it's way cooler than Wits End. It they is. do not recite the books of the Bible at the Novacom Kids Center. <laughs> There's just lasers and other cyber gizmo yeah. sound effects. Let and... me uh, write or read a list that I wrote down of the things that they mentioned that they have mm-hmm. there. Virtual reality, mm-hmm. a 3D movie theater to watch Space Wars. Uh, they have a laser room. Then they have... a. Uh, sensorama room that took me a long time to read in my notes because it looked like just such a wrong word to read Mm out um i think that's it if there's yeah that was it i feel like the sensorama room is just like they blindfold you and wow this is actually getting very similar to uh, something we talked about uh, last week they they uh blindfold you and you have to go walk barefoot through a room and there's just all sorts of disgusting shit on the floor and you have to guess what it is I would have a panic attack. The proprietor <laughs> did say that he wrote some new code for the Sensorama. So mm. they're they're producing this in-house. What what could he have possibly been coding for and what senses are you specifically uh maximizing? I think Smell. this is very important thing to know. I like I... the idea of just like a fart room. <laughs> Because is that what it is? Up kids' alley, right? Yeah. You just shine a couple of lasers and then fart into it, and then you just laugh, and then they're like, like, "Oh hell yeah!" It's like you can't see the lasers until you fart, and then (laughs) then the gas makes the lasers visible. I think it would be kind of cool, and if you think about it, it's kind of like I don't know if you've ever been to the nine eleven museum, but it's kind of like the the room with all of the the names of the people it's kind of like that it's that everyone who goes in there toots a little and they record it and then they play it back for everyone who comes in after that so you get to listen to all the toots without having to smell them wow what a service yeah 
I like that way better. <laughs> that does seem very, very complicated to code. So I got to give it to this guy for, for coming up with that. Yeah, yeah, smart code. Way to go. In honor of 9-11, before 9-11 even happened. That's how, yeah. that's how ahead of the curve Novacom is. That just proves how cool Ricky the manager is. So basically, Wit and Nick show up. They see Nathaniel. We need to talk about Nathaniel before we can even talk about what happens with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I did some research. Because I heard that voice. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm, I can tell something is going on here. Uh, But before we get to to that little bit of news, you remember how Alex Jefferson was played by Spanky from The Little Rascals? Uh Uh-huh. Nathaniel was played by Blake McIver Ewing. Who played Waldo Aloysius Johnson III, the nerdy kid with glasses from Little Rascals? Oh my god. And his dad in the movie, that's right, we all know him and love him, Donald Trump. Holy cow, yes. Oh my god. This is unlocking something deep inside. Yes. Oh no. There, are you telling me there's a Little Rascals uh, like cinematic universe that there includes is. Adventures and Odyssey? Yes. Uh, and just for anyone who uh, doesn't rem- quite remember Waldo, he's the one who sings like the L is for the way you look at me. Aww. And they describe him as <laughs> smoother than a baby's bottom. And he smells better, too. <laughs> oh, more smells. See, yeah, we're on the exactly. right track. He was also in nine episodes of Full House. He played uh, <gasps> Derek, Derek S. Boyd. This is a very cool person. Yeah. So what is a, they... yeah, so what's this guy doing just hanging out in a in, in the well, kids center? He has something else better to be doing than well, playing no, no, games, I wanna, right? First I want to hear how um that actor is doing. I want to know is he still um is he with us? He's with us. He's with us. If He's you know with what I mean. us? <gasps> because Good for him. Him? In, because in 2010 he came out as gay. Oh my god, congratulations. Like you and guess who fucking follows us on Instagram? Hell yeah. This bitch. Way uh, to be a complicated figure in your family's life. Yeah. <laughs> Stan. Your work incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I, oh, actually I've seen that picture of him then. Is that that Christmas picture? Yes, yeah, so he, on Instagram, he is super hot, his husband yeah. is super hot, and mm-hmm. yes, Snip, for Christmas, he posted a picture of himself with his tree, wearing Ooh. a jock strap and long socks. Ooh. We love that for him. We yes. love Us. that picture. Yes. And, and for everyone else. Yeah. Uh, and he just, he continues to be a very vocal LGBTQ advocate, and continues to, more importantly than that, post pictures of himself in very little clothing on social media oh my god two wonderful beautiful things yes so that's nathaniel (laughs) i'm so glad that makes this story way more interesting yeah no wonder he was sheepish when whitaker came to interrogate him at a new place he was like i could finally just chill and then this fucking old man is (laughs) coming to, to rip me a new one yeah because Nathaniel immediately freaks out when Wit walks up and says hi, like he's got a dead body in his car, mm-hmm. which is just like Nathaniel's reaction is so unsettling because it shows that Wit has this undue influence over the kids in Odyssey. Wit, Nathaniel should have no reason to be scared about seeing Wit at Novacom. I shit you not. 
I like for if you don't listeners don't pay money to listen to this episode, but be, believe us when we say Nathaniel probably dropped a little bit of Dookie in his undies when Wit showed up. Like he is freaked yeah. out. <laughs> Actually, if you turn up the audio right around, then you can hear the Dookie drop. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little. Uh, if your brother were here, he'd do the little like the pop sound that he's so good at. <laughs> I and can't it, do it. The sound will be added to the sensorama in tomorrow's code. <laughs> yeah exactly so then liz walks up who's nathaniel's friend uh, and then nick goes busted right because nathaniel said oh uh i was just about to leave and liz says did you want 50 or 75 game tokens which i mean does not seem like that much no but it doesn't what indicate that he kids. was just about to leave yeah, no, yeah, that's that's true. But it seems it's, so sad that he felt like he needed to lie to Wit. It does. Uh, side note, Liz does have big lesbian energy, but I could not mm-hmm. tell if Lauren Schaefel, who plays her, is a lesbian. I just couldn't couldn't figure it out. So I don't know. It's podcast canon, but if she's straight, you know, <sighs> sometimes yeah. there needs to be a little bit of straight washing. Right. Because I like how how am I supposed to feel special as a gay man if there are no straight people? Right, right, makes us so, so much uh, so much more unique, which is what we need more of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we need to feel more different. Okay, so Ricky, the manager, walks up. This guy's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. He's nice to the kids. And then right. the kids are like, oh, I don't know you. And then <laughs> who, Ricky's Who are like, you, stranger? Yeah, Ricky's like, say hi to your families. And yeah. Nathaniel, congratulations on your award. Right. Like, the the families are apparently also invested in Novacom, too, because Ricky seems to know who their parents are. And right. Wit, Wit doesn't know anything about Nathaniel's award. Mm-mm. Ricky is better than Wit. Yep. But, uh... Oh, and, and and then Whit, uh, Ricky is like, "Nice to meet you, Mister Whitaker." And Whit goes, "Yeah, same here." What a like, dick! Fuck! Uh, he can't even he he can't even bring himself to try with Novacom, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to think that he is the paragon of goodness and godliness. Yeah, again, this new member of like the community and this new business, he just hates to see flourishing, mm-hmm. and if he, the like. I guess it is kind of unsettling for the the manager to know this much about Nathaniel at this point. Like that is a very quick um, turnaround in knowledge. I I guess to be as entrenched that quickly. Wit doesn't think it's inappropriate for an adult to know that much about a child. He just thinks it should be him who should know all that much information about a child. <laughs> yeah, right. he should have control of that. The, the, where that exchange happens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I also think it's important to bring up that Novacom has built a significant amount in Odyssey. Think about the cash that they are flooding the town with, since we know that this is the first uh, business that's owned outside of Odyssey to exist in the town. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, think about like how much benefit they're bringing to people. Wait, oh it's so goodness. negative. Do you think the computers that they bought for the library are the same computers that they're using to run the VR at the... Uh... <laughs> the the kid center i don't know cool. why they would be they were the top, top of the line. line uh you don't mean like the literal exact same ones oh, you no. just mean no, the just, same model yeah just the same model i'm just i'm trying to th- just again thinking 
Snip is right. Think of the logistics of it. Like if this is yeah. the top of the line, they've got all these really cool things. They're pulling all the all the attention. Surely they're yeah, and they are just, flushing it with cash. Yeah, that is a good that's a good observation. Mm-hmm. And for the people in Odyssey who are not Christians, how nice to have a place your kids can go that is, right. they're not going to be proselytized to constantly. Mm-hmm. And seems nice. we know in hindsight. Kids learning code in early 2000s is extremely valuable skill. Very much so. Yes. Did, um, were, were kids able to get food at the kids center? Probably. And they probably were able to get, because we know what Fried Novacom food. stands for. Oh, I was kidding. I was guessing it was probably whatever food was recently featured on Novacom's BTV nutrition episode. Oh. Actually, you know what's more sinister? Froyo. Mm, that's so true. Oh. That's a because real I was I was wondering sense. if like Novacom could get a one over. It's like oh, and e- they don't serve ice cream here. Like we're healthier. They don't because they serve froyo, and nothing curdles John Avery Whitaker's blood more than froyo. Mm-hmm. And you know what um, expires faster than ice cream? Frozen yogurt. And guess who doesn't have any froyo expiring? Because all the kids are there and not at wit's end. Fucking Them, Novacom. And they're way cooler. Um, from the Bronx teenager who's less troubled and more interesting and more helpful and also wears a costume sometimes because it's canon that this place has some sort of dancing, singing rodent involved. <laughs> well, they at least have Banana Manny. Yeah, Banana Manny. You're right. <laughs> but Wit, Wit, he's like, oh, Nathaniel, Liz, don't be embarrassed that you're at Novacom and not at Wit's End. And he says, quote, It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if I was your age, I'd probably be here too. Oh my god. He admitted it. Yeah. It's better there. <laughs> but but he says it in a way that's like you should feel bad for being here. This is so pathetic. And yes. once again, he is basically just asking for kids to fix his emotional insecurities. Mhm. How dare you have fun right. without yes. me? So then am, he, uh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Then he tells Nick to go back to work while he goes to take a walk. Yes, and Ken, I know this is probably not good podcast practice, but before we talk about what happens on the walk, can we talk about what's not going to happen on this walk? Wit is not going to ask himself why the kids reacted like terrified puppies to see him at Novacom. He's not going to question if he's been overstepping his these boundaries and using kids' desire to patronize his business to build his own self-esteem. There's so much more that he should be reflecting on, like why he's seeking these relationships with these children instead of filling his loneliness with like his peers. Mm-hmm. Well, he does. At least Why in this you... next scene, he will, but only after he's gone to several different children first. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he does go to the other, you know, place of business and tries, I think, to to poke uh-huh. patrons to come mm-hmm. to come back. Like that's man, that's you think he has some coupons cool. he's passing out on the side. <laughs> you bring your Novacom receipt, you get fifty percent off at Wit's End. Hell yeah! A free bucket of ice cream with the uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah with your trash. So, uh, our next scene, Tom. I feel like we need some sort of like trumpets. Bum, ba, 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 for Tom, uh, 
I'm or just sorry, like, but that did not sound like a trumpet at all. It sorry. was a great little ditty you sang, but because a trumpet's more just... like. <laughs> <laughs> That's closer to a trumpet. Or maybe sound. maybe just Tom Riley and then we cut to I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Have you seen that video of um oh my god, who's who's that right wing commentator? Ben Shapiro singing I am a Barbie girl. No. It's uh, very good. I'll send it to you later. It's very good. Okay, great. Anyway so, Tom. Tom Riley finds wit on his farm and wit is picking tom's apples without permission <laughs> like a ton of apples <laughs> yeah Wit tom's like you picked a, a few barrels of apples yeah and uh yeah it's like, like this is totally normal i'm fine <laughs> and handling things yeah it was like well we just didn't have any customers because everyone's over at novacom and tom is such a good romantic partner in this scene Mm-hmm. Uh, like Wit is tr- like you said, Wit is trying to avoid indicating that anything is wrong. But Tom is like, I know you, Wit. Like he, he's like, get off the ladder. Something's wrong, and I'm not gonna stand here. Let you fall down, break, break your, neck your neck while, while you brood over it. <laughs> <laughs> so good, I love that. <sighs> and, and then he's and, like. I guess I'm feeling sorry for myself. Well, sorry. Things have I just changed. Like, oh. Sorry, I'll let you do it. I just, we, I got a, just another Tom's accent line. <laughs> and Wit goes, it's really nothing, Tom. And Tom goes, say it. <laughs> <laughs> say it. <laughs> and that's when we get this music that may as well have been from the soundtrack of Princess Diaries or Cinderella Story. Because it's very romantic and cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, also, that weird little, like, penny whistle boner sound happened i thought that was interesting <laughs> yeah so then he says i just feeling sorry for myself things have changed and then tom shoots back with that's why i hire younger people at the timothy center and which just says exactly exactly <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense he's not listening to tom yeah that's the only reason why I hire children to work for me is because it keeps me uh, up and hip with the younger generation. There's no other financial or uh, strategic gain from this at all. It is only because of that self-enrichment. I understand that in order to have relationships with these children, I have to use another child to attract them. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, Don't you I hate, hate it when I rephrase things? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no, no. You see, the child working for me uh, isn't just good in this way. It's also good because I can keep up with them. I know I can know their hip lingo. How do you do, yeah. fellow kids? I want to happen like, not like other adults to them. Yeah. I hate what Wit says. I don't feel like I relate to the kids anymore, Tom. Like, yeah, you're 89,000 years old, so correct. But yeah. then he goes, because, of, because, he doesn't, because he doesn't relate to children anymore, he feels, quote, irrelevant. You? Woof. Irrelevant? Uh, yeah. Wits End has been the most uh, popular kid's place longer than any of them has been alive. Yeah. And he's like, Novacom's the flavor of the week, but they'll see through it and come back. But why? What is there to see through? It's fun and the adults there are also supportive and interested yeah. in their lives but without the religious dogma right and then wit is like he gets all like pouty lipped and said i just want to reach them 
Yeah, it's more than customers, even though he needs the customers to keep his for-profit business alive. Well, could it have been like a weather thing? Was it just a colder week? And so they didn't want to eat ice cream and they, oh, I'm just going to go no, to this new place. No, people don't like or, me. No one like, likes me anymore. It, to, to think that you're completely irrelevant. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> why does it The children why don't like me. went to a religious anymore. conference that weekend. Wow. And Wit should have gone too. It's like there are plenty of explanations for a dip yeah. in no, a business. Nobody like it's just that nobody likes old John Avery Whitaker anymore. Well, and I love this next line because it really indicates how like strained their uh uh-huh. Like their romantic relationship is at the moment because Tom gets so fed up of wit pouting that he just goes, John Avery, you need to stop messing around in my orchard and figure it out. Yep. Yeah. He's like, talk to the fucking kids, talk to your clientele and see what they want. Get the you fuck know? out of here to do it. Yeah. And wit goes, Oh, that's a good idea. And <sighs> like, it is a good idea. It's great advice from Tom. You should talk. If your customers seem less interested in your product, find out why and make changes. But guess what? The Adventures of the Ice Riders are going to swoop in and say, fuck you, Tom, you goddamn idiot. That's terrible advice. <laughs> yeah, he's like, can you please get the hell out of my orchard and stop picking my apples and go do yeah, something productive Yeah, maybe Tom wasn't trying once? to give good advice. He just needed wit to get the fuck out of his face. And to be clear... Get the fuck out of my orchard is a euphemism in this scene. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. It is. It's um, perfect. Next scene. Yep. Wit is meeting with Liz, Connie, Nick, and Nathaniel about how to make Wit's End better, but we're not clear where this scene is happening because these kids are not coming into Wit's End organically. So either he cornered them at Novacom to ask how he, they could make his business better. Maybe or, he had know. the local police bring them in for questioning. <laughs> Not patronizing Witsend is a crime. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a really important question, though, that I think Wit should be asking himself, which we know that he is not self-reflective at all. Mm-hmm. He should be asking, if I knew the kids as well as I thought I knew them, why do I have to ask them what they want? Wow. That is a really good question. Yeah. And also... He fucking hates all of their ideas. So yeah. Like, why do you, why do you think that you should own a business for children? Yeah, and he says this, and I think that this is absolutely stupid. Everything has to have a purpose. So stupid. Why? Because uh, no, but no idea is too crazy. But it all has to be about the blood of Jesus shed for your naughty, naughty sins. But it's like these people are against like simple pleasures of life, like relaxing. Like, why isn't just laying back in a hammock a purposeful experience? Right. It's it's okay to do things just to do them sometimes. Well, I was gonna say, or with VR, they are experiencing any number of realities at the sensorama. They're you know hopefully experiencing a ton of things well you're only experiencing the one thing at wit's end you know Mm -hmm. what you're getting and you know (laughs) and you have for the last however Mm -hmm. many years so why wouldn't you go do the thing that lets you do anything has cool (laughs) shit it's got the imagination station but you can only do bible adventures or christian nationalist propaganda adventures <laughs> the little theater's cool and the train room 
I guess so, but that gets boring. It's, yeah, it's kind of lame. But um, here when there's are a some fart room the... available. Yeah, no, I you're right. Um, uh, here are some of the ideas that they mock in this. I do plan of... to. I okay. I wrote down all of them, so let's not say some because we're gonna do all of them. Okay, yeah. Here are all of the ideas <laughs> that they shoot down immediately. Like they don't even take time to talk about it. They just read it or like listen to it in a very skeptical way that's like obviously mm-hmm. this is a terrible idea yeah um so the first one is virtual shopping for kids no no no, no 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 the, the first one the first one is a climbing wall oh yeah and it's like okay but how's that christian but nick very clever of nick he's like it could be the climbing wall of jericho <laughs> <laughs> When Wit says, he's like, well, they didn't, they didn't climb that wall. They marched around it in blue trumpets. And God bless Nick because he goes, well, that's no fun. And like, thank yeah. God. Like, see, he criticized the Bible. And also, like, a climbing wall is good for exercise. You can, like, does right. Wit, does Wit, when Wit exercises, if he exercises, does it, are they only Christian exercises? <laughs> is it like <laughs> tying yourself to, like, the Easter pageant cross and having to build your ab muscles holding yourself on there? <laughs> Maybe he's just doing like the Jane Fonda dance moves in his in his office. <laughs> Look, um, sway, I... Swaying with your arms in the air to Christian worship music does not count as exercise. <laughs> it is if you're holding up buckets of ice cream the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next suggestion is virtual shopping where yeah. kids use money responsibly and come up with a budget, which also is very... Uh, 2001 because that's back when people had expendable income right um, and virtual shopping I like to I like that the original uh, writers clarify it's for girls yeah <laughs> obviously yeah there's the the violence and racing of the boys virtual games no girl could no. ever like icky I need to go shopping in Did a you virtual know about Black mall. Friday in 2001 <laughs> What? No. Just I I oh. don't think that was a Man, I was probably really way thing. off with the timing, but I was like violent shopping. <laughs> you saw the connection Ooh. I was trying to make and I just was, <laughs> I just made, went up a leap of faith that maybe the timing worked out. I uh, but what you're saying is is like a, a rated M for mature Black Friday shopping game. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like you say it's like, like oh all GTA boys games Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, all boys games are violent. I mean, so are... the shopping is for girls, but what if the shopping's violent too because I mean, also, did you see the clip of all of the Stanley things? No. Oh, well, it was just crazed white women hurting each other for cops. Anyway, <laughs> um virtual shopping was a pretty cool idea. They're at the mall yeah. and got to try on virtual outfits, which is playing The Sims, which was very popular in 2001. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It unfortunately gave the metaverse an idea. <laughs> anyway, not a terrible idea. Then the next one that they mock is an astronomically cl- correct planetarium, which You're sounds right. awesome. We are, we're still missing. We're missing more. Nathaniel, he's oh. like, kids don't have a long attention span. Uh, so kid needs, Wit needs to speed up the imagination station. He wants the rain in Noah's Ark. To last four seconds, and I did think this was kind of fun. He goes, "Do you think you could flood the earth in four seconds?" Because he's gay, right? <laughs> uh, and then Wit goes, "Oh, that's quite a storm." Silly stuff, silly stuff. But All then right, he now ends up doing it. Yeah. So they didn't really mock that one. They mm-hmm. did that one. 
Um, then next is the astronomically correct planetarium, which sounds awesome. That sounds like Eugene. the coolest thing ever. Thank you, that's Eugene. A, yep, that's Eugene one. It goes on for several pages, his, his proposal. Yeah, they could teach about mythology. That would be really cool. And a mm. lot of queer kids would love that. That's queer kid catnip. And they they are not doing their due diligence by reading the yeah. full proposal. Right. I, I, yeah. And I do, I do think that the uh, bringing up queer kids um, is really important leading into our next one because someone suggests that they have an ice cream menu that appeals to a larger demographic. Yeah. <laughs> carrot cones for vegetarians. Yeah. <laughs> Which are like... But, but but like vegetarians just don't eat meat right it's not like a yeah. stipulation that they have they have to only eat vegetables like i don't think there's meat product in ice cream cones no and i think they meant vegan they meant to slam on vegans but then yeah. they took away the part that is vegan the waffle cone the right. ice cream is the part that's not vegan which froyo mm -hmm. oh froyo wouldn't solve so it's like the AIO writers wanted to slam dunk on vegetarians, but they don't even know enough about vegetarians to slam dunk on them. Oh, got them. Idiots. Dunk on those vegetarians. It's not like they were right. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no rainbow ice cream for the faggots. Ugh. I loved rainbow sherbet. But what am I going to put in my carrot cone <laughs> now? Oh, my God. Do you think me loving rainbow sherbet as a kid is why I'm gay today? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Nevertheless, to say these ideas are definitely better than what was in Yeah, Cadbury. that's true. Beth, and speaking of the faggots, Bethany Shepard wants the woods behind Wits End to become a candy cane forest. This is a truly good idea. That would be so cool if they did some like art installations that mm -hmm. turn the forest into like looking like it's just dripping with candy or something, and like let the kids work on like art that goes into the woods that would be so yeah. neat if yeah if wits end hosted public art hell yeah public art that isn't like a christmas pageant in the little theater mm -hmm. Ugh. i also distinctly remember playing the board game candyland mm -hmm. a lot in the yeah. year 2001 and if you could have recreated uh, a similar thing like a similar path walkway would have lost my mind and then they also suggest a skate park. Ah, uh, wait, we got the my oh, favorite sorry. one. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Connie, uh, she's like, Rodney Rathbone wants free sodas for the person who can throw Alex Jefferson the farthest. And then because she is our hero queen, Connie cackles so much. I love that. <laughs> she loves that idea. I also love you accidentally saying sodies. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you're talking about, Rodney Rathbone. <laughs> it's because I have gotten so used to just like calling the podcast a potty or like, just, like <laughs> talking about my friends as my girlies that it just it just comes out now. You have inspired me. I don't think I've said the full word episode since we've been recording these. Right? We love Eppies. Oh, yeah. it's so cute. Okay. So yeah. then they also um, suggest a skate park as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because as it says in scripture, blessed are the skateboarders, for they shall inherit the sidewalks. <laughs> that was yeah. Nick. But Wit's like, that's not in scripture because Wit can't have a good time. Uh, it's weird Nick that goes, Nick knew the reference, but he didn't know the original. Yeah. But he saw it on a bumper sticker. Bumper yeah. stickers don't lie, Mr. Whitaker. In my opinion, bumper stickers are little nuggets of truth. Oh my god, you nailed that. Thank you. Thank that was you. spot on, yeah. Uh -huh. 
my brother lives in New York, whatever. It's fine, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> <sighs> the Nick mm-hmm. is in the room oh my with God, us right now. Do you remember now. your brother's baptism? And when that happened during 9-11, you remember how awkward that was? <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think my brother's been baptized, but then I just remember, yeah, it was 9-11. Wow, way to not yes and. Oh, remember how your brother dunked down exactly as the plane hit the hit the tower? And so whenever he came up, then for a few years, everybody was like, oh my God, is he the double? Yeah, I do remember that. And then yeah. I remember how you, being so little and precious and cute, little mm-hmm. baby girly, girly girl. And All you right, were... calm down. I wasn't that young. <laughs> All right. I definitely remember this, okay? I'm not a Zoomer. All right? I probably but you, am, but still. You went, up to, you went up to the baptismal font and you were like, why did we put him in the bottle when we could use this bottle to throw it on the file in New York? <laughs> We did start the fire. That's when I invented that song, too. Although I think it yeah. happened before then. I mean, I so much happened on that day. It yeah. really, like, our Google calendars, we had to sync that shit. And we, we had no time for a national tragedy. And we pushed through. Yeah, we really did. You know, it's all of that, um, uh, the standing around the Christian flag outside of school, <laughs> that one day a year that kept us united in the face of 9-11. I will say the best uh, maybe not the best thing, but one of my favorite things, and I have many favorite things about 9-11, was it happened on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and on Wednesday, they canceled Awanas, and I was so happy for that shit. <laughs> Awanas was torture. I hated it. Anything to make us not go to Awana was and always on, it, welcome. It was inappropriate for us to do Awanas after 9-11, because Awana basically was like a Christian children's Al-Qaeda training camp. Yeah. I was part of the blue team, by uh, the way. Awana is the reason that I became a Christian. Oh, so it works. Connie says that the kids need to come back tomorrow to hear anything right, yeah, about yeah, yeah. the updates. And well, she's we like, gotta, Whoa, we got to set up this oh, scene, sorry. my goodness. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <sighs> I know, our listeners, zooming. If, if our listeners are healthier than we are, they haven't listened to this episode in 23 years, okay? They need some setup. <laughs> Time has passed. Kids are lining up outside Wits End, which is closed for renovations. But it's really weird because Wits End is they, kids weren't coming to Wits End, but the moment it closes, then they start showing up. I don't I don't know if this is a statement about oh kids are curious about things that are different, or if it's just like a continuity <laughs> error. Exploring their environment. <laughs> yeah. No, but why would you go to the closed Wits End whenever you have an uh-huh. open Novacom Kids Center? Right. And the kids are like, it's been closed for two weeks. But it's like, you haven't been coming at all. So, yeah, yeah so exactly. why do you care? Well, I was going to say, maybe they were just really excited to see something finally replace Wits End. <laughs> they were excited to see the establishment burn. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what is going on? What, what are you putting here? What is going on? Like, you're, you're putting something new and fun here, too? Holy cow, we get, what, what a boon. <laughs> I hope it's a what a burger. I hope it's closed for good. <laughs> uh, I was going to make a very, very, very Adventures in the Odyssey niche joke. Go um, for it. This is the about... place for it. Okay, great. It was like, ah, Mr. Glossman's finally getting his way. Oh, no, I don't get it. Wow. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I am That's so right. sorry I let you down. 
That's okay. Oh my God, Purse, what a great reference. I know exactly what you're talking about, and that is hilarious. What right, a I'll slam edit that dunk. In instead. Thank you. I'll edit that in instead. I love the way we support each other on this podcast. Yeah, that's what friends do. Unlike yeah. Johnny Avery Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. So we anyway, Connie's like, through change. Yeah. Anyway, Connie says, Wits End is closed. We're making changes. But she won't explain what they are, so come back tomorrow. And don't and then... look in the windows. That's why we have papers. <laughs> <laughs> so come back tomorrow yeah okay so then it's the next day and we are now yep. at the we rebranded a ribbon cutting yeah wits my new and improved shop Ugh, the we though terrible name no snap no pop no pun nothing memorable it's 2.5 times more syllables but with no snap no pop no pun you mean no snip no, no pop wait what did you say snip no snap, no pop, no pun? Yeah, no snips, no no pop, no fun. <laughs> my God, what is happening to my mouth? No snip, no pop, no fun. Yeah, You should exactly. put my name in there instead of snap. Yeah. All right, no snip, no pop, no pun. Pun. <laughs> See, it's hard to say. <laughs> well, the kids go in, and they think it's awesome because there's, there's a cyber cafe where they can order on computers. Nathaniel is telling some other kid that the Imagination Station has been revamped and specifically designed for the 21st century kid. Everything's um, spinning around, around me. What he happened to him? He, he just, just experienced oh. the whole book of Genesis in three and a half minutes. Um, The That's, whole book? Mm, Are you serious? Including Onan ejaculating onto the ground. And also, like, you're just going to let the kid experience, like, the flood? And also the rape of Noah. Mm-hmm. And just the full frontal nudity of Adam and Eve. Yeah. Honestly, I would do the Adam and Eve adventure just so I could look a little bit. I always like wondered what it would be like to be watching Cain kill Abel in person. And thank God I got to do it before I hit 12. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many kids in Odyssey do you think regularly jerked off to seeing... Uh, Eve's labia in the imagination station. Oh. You know, I don't think that this is territory I want to go into, actually. <laughs> I like the, the question if it was an exclusively enough. adult question. You want to re ask it, or do we just want to we'll just not talk forward. about it anymore? <laughs> Maybe we should talk about how Nathaniel tells Wit he loves the changes. Yeah. Huh? But he's still two weeks behind in kid news yeah right because we go to this new scene where wit and nathaniel are talking and it's this really uninteresting awkward conversation yeah like very the tense. first time two very unfunny people do an improv exercise together it's it like it, I mean, it's just there to prove that like oh nathaniel's been coming to wit's end but wit still doesn't know anything about him because computers you know what it is though this is exact like uh, line for line remake of when we go back to our like parents' houses for family holidays after we've come out. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what the scene is. It's a really good point. We should have gotten the transcript so we could perform it. Yeah, it I felt think it really just... familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden, this lady comes up to Wit, and he's taken aback. <gasps> you remind me of someone. Does anyone know why? Okay, I have a lot of um, things about this. I'm pretty sure that I know why, and I don't want to spoil it for Pidge, but I do 
feel in my kid sense this is a nefarious character and I should be worried. Well, I won't say anything about that, but I can I can tell you why she reminds him of someone. Oh, why? It's because the lady who plays uh, this person, Mary Hopkins, uh, is played by someone named Ma- Natalie O'Hare. And Natalie O'Hare played the voice of Wit's wife, Jenny, in flashback episodes. Oh. Yeah. Jenny, uh, for Pigeon, is Wit's deceased wife. Yeah. Yeah, after she died, he moved Jedi. on to Tom. <laughs> yep, that's how Wit says it, too. It seemed like... Actually, whenever Tom and Wit had a threesome with Jenny, that's how Tom would say it. Right. Jedi! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, there is an episode, and I... This is going to show off the Unnecessary Adventures in Odyssey uh, <laughs> knowledge I have. There is a two-part episode on this album called The Triangle, and it is about how... It's a flashback episode to when... Jack Allen and Wit were in college and they were both in love with Jenny. Oh my god, I forgot about that episode. <laughs> oh my god. And then they're like, Wit's so hot because he can quote C.S. Lewis. Yes. Yeah. And oh Wit my god. Jenny is dating Jack and Wit steals her from him. I want to die inside remembering this episode. Oh my god. Yeah. What have you done uh, to me? Uh. It's it's not part of the Novacom saga, but we might... I mean, it, it takes place during the Novacom saga, but it, the plot has nothing to do with Novacom, but we might still have to listen to it. I think once we're done with the Novacom episodes, we should just focus on episodes that most traumatized us. Okay, sure. <laughs> Rank those. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I would say the one where the blind girl gets kidnapped was really <gasps> rough for Oh my me. God, I thought about that all the time. All it's the time. So scary. I have so many plans if I got kidnapped because that episode <laughs> made me so worried. And yeah. I also was super worried that I was just going to go suddenly blind as a kid. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible about people going suddenly blind or not blind. Scary I feel stuff. like, and I wouldn't know, I don't know for sure, but I feel like that character did go suddenly blind. <gasps> yeah, I think so too. Show. I think that's why I was so like worried about it. I was listening yeah. to this whenever I was falling asleep at night. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, this lady's Mary Hopkins. And she's like, why did you make all the changes? Because she doesn't like them, but she's going to go look around. Yeah. All right. Another new scene. Where they are looking, or where uh, really Nathaniel is looking at the Tower of Babel yeah. display. But he definitely goes, he, he goes, Mr. Whitaker, I thought you were going to Connellsville. Like he was jerking off to the Tower display. Wow. Damn. Two for two on just. <laughs> I said like if if he were, I, I mean like if he were an adult. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that we have become famous for uh, talking about kids access to porn on the early 2000s internet space, but we really don't need to take things any further than we've already taken them. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> it, it is just, well, it is, it is just. I, I do believe you're right, and it, but it does. It... The idea of Nathaniel lovingly, longingly looking at this Tower of Babel display. Why? When he thought You've he was it a alone. Times. Like, again, yeah, it's, it is very suspicious. What, what are you doing, man? It's so phallic. And as we know. Oh, Nathaniel... my God. <laughs> Look, I understand. I understand why you don't want to talk about 
children's sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't not bring up the Tower of Babel dick joke. <laughs> it's too good of content. <laughs> what would this epi be without it? No, it's just that, like, that does make sense. But I, when I think back to my Christian upbringing, so much of my, like, self-loathing and shame came from my sexuality. And so, like, yeah, it's, like, fine for me to think back about that and process that in therapy. But we probably don't need to process that for fictional children, You know I guess. what it is, though? It's probably the difference in our genitals and, like, comfort in acknowledging children of that age. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's probably it, though. That, like, you at one point were a child with a penis, and I was not. And so I'm just like, ugh. I don't have any yeah. connection to that. I, I yeah, For me, I think I'm, I am, I, I'm obviously joking. But for me, yeah. it's like, you know, like, he Nathaniel's at that age where he's probably dealing with a fuck ton of, of guilt from Mr. Whitaker because he likes to play with it a little. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't stop. I yeah, can't. he likes to go to the Novacom Kids Center every now and then. Yeah. What do you think the Sensorama room is? <laughs> it's the fart room. <laughs> and nothing <God>. more. <laughs> I guess I just really have never quite completely processed the time my dad found me looking at gay nudes on when I was 14. <laughs> I oh. think that's what's happening here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I looked up this. Oh, God, this is a big confession coming right now. I'm pretty sure that I looked up lesbian porn and that my brother got blamed for it and he 100% took the heat. That's what a hero. I know. And I I feel really bad about it. (laughs) I, Oh, that reminds me. um, Shortly after my dad caught me looking at, at gay stuff, he came to me and was like, um, our computer watchdog software, which was called covenant eyes (gasps) because you've made a covenant with your eyes. The OG covenant. Yeah. Pigeon's sibling has that covenant eyes. Really? Yeah. Uh, As an adult. An adult age sibling has covenant eyes. Great. Uh, and um, it goes to their partner <laughs> whenever Ooh. they go to websites on their phone or computer. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, mine went to my dad, and he comes to me, and he's like, hey, uh, covenant eyes said you Googled big boob lingerie. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't me, I swear. <laughs> although I, I although I, I do believe deep down my dad was like, yes, my son's into big boob lingerie because he had recently just caught me looking at gay stuff. Yeah. Um, but then, so I just assumed it was my brother. But now what do we know about my brother? Mm. He is also gay. Who, well, yeah, who was Googling the boob? Exactly, and I asked him, and but he's like, "No, be that clear, wasn't though, me." Only one of them is gay. You have a straight brother. I yes, think. but he would have been like two. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about children's sexuality being inappropriate. Well, I'm just saying, a two-year-old might be interested in boobs for other reasons. That's true, but um, my brother was adopted, so yeah. he didn't get the boobs. Did for... you? Maybe know that's why that he wants to know. Like, there are like uh hormone therapies to allow people who are adopting to lactate so that they can provide breast milk for their adopted baby isn't that wow. cool that is cool anyway i so... would i would take some for my doggy thank you science so, so... <laughs> you'd breastfeed zippy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i could definitely see you 
doing that. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> it's what makes him live forever. Yeah. Yeah. So back at the WE, at the Tower of Babel display, um, the kids are yearning Which is not for sexual at all. Yeah, it's not sexual at all. The kids Nathaniel are yearning. does not have a pants tent for this. <laughs> uh, and then Nathaniel goes, it just doesn't seem like wit's end anymore. Ugh. Yeah. And, and then he's like, like it's yeah, not. it's not. <laughs> Idiot. It's Don't you remember when we closed and changed everything? <laughs> but Nathaniel's like, I like the old bits in better. And Witt agrees. <laughs> yeah. And then Miss Hopkins shows the fuck back up. Yeah. And she's like, I liked it better before, too, because kids used to sit around and talk to you, Wit. Like, kids don't talk to adults anymore. Wit. They were saying the N-word and everything. Wit, why can't we start a campaign to make Wit's end great again? <laughs> <laughs> They're all in their booths typing orders into keyboards. This was a place of relationships. Ugh. Now it's a place of gadgets. But it's we so- had a time machine before. Yeah. That's <laughs> only my fuck? opinion, of course. Shut up, lady. You know how much money just went into this expansion, to this <laughs> uh, update? Yes. You know, it's really sad that kids can have fun and not talk about the Bible. Isn't that just yeah. a gosh darn awful thing? Yeah, what a waste. And it's just like the, 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 the shitting on gadgets, as if... W- Adventures in Odyssey hasn't also made video games. There are Adventures in Odyssey video games out there. I'm sure they're not great, but they exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a rules for thee and not for me mm-hmm. example, which a lot yeah. of Christians have since followed. <laughs> yes. Is it also like, is she trying to say that, like, oh, you changed too much too quickly? Like, I wish you could have kept some of the, the, the other stuff around a bit longer. Yeah, but she says... If you had a good thing, why make changes? Because mm-hmm. no one was fucking coming. Everyone was yeah. bored, Mary. Whatever's exciting and trendy today won't be tomorrow. Oh, yeah, computers God. really went away. Or yeah. is it more of this thing I experienced as a child needs to stay in a permanent state and I can come back to it and I expect it to be the same? And if it's not as it was as when I was a child, then it is unacceptable for me to <laughs> want to engage with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like They're, kids today it's... suck. They're not as cool as whenever I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, what point Adventures in Odyssey is trying to make about trends, but it keeps talking about trends. Like Mary's like, Wits End went past the trends and they reached kids where they are. It was timeless. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Um, I think it's just the traditional values vomit. But then she mm-hmm. says, well, she makes a proposal that uh, her bookstore that she owns in Connellsville wants uh-huh. to expand. And she wants to partner with Wits End to come up with some sort of fun reading Connellsville kids place. Yeah, basically like a Wits End in Connellsville. And don't right. worry, we'll definitely talk about the Bible there, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird that she said mix fun with reading because I think kids like notoriously love reading. Yeah. Reading is. Yeah. Right. You don't have to. I If you add more fun to reading, it's going to make reading more difficult. Yeah. I think readathons whenever we were kids were like the best day ever. We still mm-hmm. do readathon days. 
Yeah, yeah. I never had a problem reading. I really enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. particularly, in, like, in this time frame, I was reading voraciously. Yeah. And I the all you needed was, like, a little snack cafe in your bookstore. And boom, there you go. You've right. got me hooked. And so, okay, so Mary Hopkins sounds like an older lady, like, probably a peer with wit, who he probably mm-hmm. should be going to more for his emotional needs. But mm-hmm. I digress. Um, he lectures her and says, a lot goes into starting a business, as if she doesn't fucking know that. Right, because she owns a chain of stores. Her her bookstore in Connellsville is, is just one of her many stores. So just proof I, that mansplaining is not a new concept. <laughs> nope. Or the idea. I don't of... know how many people were suggesting it is a new concept. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> or it's like that she hadn't fully thought through the idea of yeah. of a merger. Like this right. is just this is really a man's thinking like okay you might be do good at what you're doing but like this is elevated economics but yeah. maybe we actually should be more skeptical of uh miss hopkins business sense because she says all wit needs to do is give his permission and his expertise he doesn't mm-hmm. have to contribute financially at all yeah apparently not <laughs> yeah uh okay yep. that's uh, okay i mean yep. yeah great business uh, move and then she gives him his card i mean she gives yeah, him she, her card yeah she gives her her card and she's like call me and then she like pulls her shirt down a little bit more and yeah. like, gives him the eyelashes hopefully wit is going to be too busy giving his permission and expertise to tom later yeah Ooh. well because consent is important it is yeah. it's super important mm-hmm. Uh, and Nathaniel goes, I can't believe it! A chain of WEs! And it's like, oh, I think we'll just call it Wits End. And so then, he's like, already resolution de- music happens. Like, it's solved right. now. <laughs> he's already decided, without thinking or praying, like, he, he said he, he told Barry he was going to think and pray about it, but he's already decided, which I think is how a lot of Christians make their decisions. They just say they're going to think and pray about it, mm-hmm. but they just make decisions like the rest of us. Well, and right. it 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 leads into the next scene, right? Because I think he says, oh, I've really been preying on it really hard. Yeah. Like, how long yep. could it have possibly been? How much time have you spent in, you know, devoted prayer, seeking an honest, uh, mm-hmm. you know, reply to the situation? Clearly not very much time, because we should set the scene. Wit and Tom are laying in bed naked together after a vicious <laughs> round of homosexual lovemaking. Yeah, Tom is twirling <laughs> Wit's chest hair with his finger. Yeah. It's, and it's sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I needed that little detail added in. Some world building. Just like the sensorama. Yeah. So but they're just they're they're discussing Mary's offer and Tom's like, wait, are that's you a big understand. Or that's a big undertaking. It probably wouldn't give you a lot of time for much else. And then he like lifts his ass a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, give, gives himself a little pat. It's like, yeah, hint, hint. <laughs> um, Wit goes. I'm praying very seriously about it. Oh wait, wait, you forgot it. the part where Wit puts down his cigarette. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Takes a long drag and says, "You know what, yeah. Tom? <laughs> You're right. I'm praying seriously." I'd love to know what wit, wit's unserious praying looks like. Um, but yeah, I wit don't says think that, that he prays much at all, actually. I think Christians <laughs> no. talk a big game 
but they, none yep. of them are good at meditation. So, hey, wait, just because you're on your knees doesn't mean you're praying, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, that took me a second. <laughs> you know but, what? At at um, Pigeon's aforementioned sibling's wedding, they had a verse that was read that was like. Uh, if you haven't praised God that day, then you have to stop having sex so that you can go pray and then you can go back to having sex. Which clearly not uh, paying attention to that Bible verse. Yeah. Catholics be wild. Yeah, Catholics do be wild. That is what I like to say about all the Catholic people I know. They're wildin'. Wild. Oh, but wit, wit's like, it does seem like the next logical step... Um, because it's a it's a business decision because Wits End is a business and I contend that Wit only cares about his business mm-hmm. and setting up a new business <laughs> is good for business. I'm sorry. It's also <laughs> a, a, an expansion of ministry. Wasn't that the right, same yeah. thing you were ridiculing uh, BTV for? For expanding oh. your access to ministry? But oh, suddenly you doing it with your business is totally fine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I Basically, how the scene goes is that Wit's like, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. It's going to do be good for business. And then he's about to do the thing where the man falls asleep after sex. And then he opens his eyes. He's like, oh, but also ministry. Yeah, yeah, it's ministry. That, too. That, it's good for that. <laughs> yep. Definitely got to fit that in there. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it's good for that. Um, but then Tom's like, how do you feel about it? How and do you goes, feel? Inspired. Uh, inspired. And the music swells and the episode is over i hated this episode and i hate this closing chris starts with yeah. we all have times we become discouraged work hard and try our best yep things feel like we're like we're not enough which like okay i'm tracking for now but when was wit like no, I, I feel like that does not apply at all wit was discouraged because he was being a little bitch baby he was so mopey he wasn't like oh i'm just down on my luck like he just made you're right his insecurity is everyone else's problem yeah and then Mm -hmm. he made a crappy uh reactive decision that he regretted almost immediately it wasn't even that crappy of a decision it fucking worked and kids came back to its end said i'm gonna keep some of it i'll probably change some of it too Mm -hmm. which he really should have negotiated with mary that's like could we use like half of this stuff at your new place and then like kind of backfill with stuff that I am going to get out of the dumpster? (laughs) I I just did not read discouraged from wit. I think he was trying his best. And I just like, it's so annoying because his only mistake was listening to Tom in the first place, according to the adventures and Odyssey writers, because Tom was like, listen to the kids, and Wit listens to the kids, and it works, and they come back, and they're spending money there. But then Wit still has to mope because the idea that worked was not his original idea. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he de- like he decides he's going to change Wit back. Or, well, he decides he's going to change Wit's end back. But guess what? Novacom Kids Center is still going to be there, and it's still going to be way cooler. Yeah, and Ricky <laughs> just... the manager actually listens to them before he uh-huh. needs money from them. Well, yes. hypothetically. Yeah. Like, this, he's this not the one that's ep- whining. He was letting the kids walk away. But he's like, okay, see you later. You know, mm-hmm. he's not in wit's end doing recon. Nope. It's just the whole episode is baffling. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Kids kids didn't want to come to wit's end. Wit make changes. Kids come back to wit's end. 
Mary's like, I liked it better when kids didn't like it. <laughs> so let's make it another Wits End, but the boring version. Yeah. And Wit, Wit agrees, and he changes Wits, back, Wits End back to the boring way. And for some reason, Wits End is going to be as popular as ever. It's still going to stay popular once it's the boring version, and we will never hear about the Novacom Kids Center again. It feels like they are trying to convince us that they understand what it's like to not have just free money lying around. Mm-hmm. That it's like, oh yeah, if the kids aren't coming to wit's end, all of a sudden we're out of money. Yeah. We understand what that's, that's a good like. Point. Wit is independently wealthy. He can yeah. handle a bad week. 100%. Especially, yeah. I mean, he invested more in redoing wit's end, I assume. Right? Yeah. Maybe just buy uh, less ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Especially yeah. when it's going to go bad so quickly. Yeah. But the, Chris also gives us this like, moral stance that makes absolutely zero sense she says the answers aren't always easy but can always be found in prayer and god's word well she says only she said they can only be found through prayer and the bible only that means wit you fucking moron don't listen to tom tom has bad ideas except Uh, we have to ignore half of the bible except not all of the first half of the bible because some of it is the only evidence that we have to hold against people we don't like and don't want to be included in our club um so we use it whenever we want to and then the second half of the bible being very communist is also a problem so we're just going to pretend that that didn't happen it's it's very metaphorical it's metaphorical yeah but um but the world was created in seven days Yes, and we should stone gaze. Yeah. But we can also wear whatever we want and eat uh, shellfish. Oh, no. I yeah. must have misinterpreted the instruction because I got stoned with gaze. Uh, Me too. That can happen. That can happen when you don't have a – you probably were reading the New Living Translation. That's how you got that. <sighs> yeah. Man, oh, you're right. This was my copy of the message. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's because Pigeon got around their dad's covenant eyes access <laughs> yeah luckily i was able to subvert all of that and was able to pretty much look at any kind of porn that i wanted to uh, good for you yeah i'm almost positive that the uh that covenant eyes does flag the message translation as porn <laughs> incredible incredible filters yes <coughs> um, do you remember that time that my sibling almost got expelled from school because they read the lolcats version of the christmas story <laughs> at chapel oh my god the oh it was what baby jesus is wrapped in a burrito like food dish yeah or something like that like and they had to issue an apology to all of the parents and staff for such crude behavior <laughs> We are so sorry that this disrespectful version of the Bible was read aloud to anybody to hear. Oh, <laughs> the horror. Uh, and then, incredible. of course, Chris encourages all children to email their sad Bible verses. Or not emails. Jeez, oh, <laughs> yeah. I keep modernizing everything. She uh, encourages children to write them a letter with their sad Bible verse, their favorite sad yeah. Bible verse. And she shares her sad Bible verse, which is, I'm not going to read it, but it's Psalm 37, 4 through 7. And it basically says, if you trust in God, it'll all work out. And even if there's evidence to the contrary, just be evidence until the evidence is not to the contrary anymore. So your confirmation bias can still keep you in your faith. Also, 
Um, Psalms is poetry and not literal. So, Chris, mm-hmm. you want to ask? No, no, you can't say that, Snip, because the verse, you knit me together in my mother's womb, is our only anti-abortion <laughs> verse, and that's in Psalms. <laughs> hey, you remember that other verse with instructions on how to uh, give somebody or get an abortion? Yeah, and the verse is about how uh, they will delight in dashing babies' heads against the wall or whatever. Yeah. Which I do delight in that. That sounds so cool. <laughs> that that's, that's something you can experience <laughs> in the sensorama yeah, yeah. that's the new yeah. code <laughs> the kids came it's, up with it themselves <laughs> it's weird that that's the one bible story the imagination station doesn't have <laughs> yeah yeah weird, that's the one that... the novacom kids center does way better mm-hmm. yeah that and the bathsheba story yeah <laughs> yeah oh god <laughs> oh. so anyway yeah all that Chris says is that if you're a Christian, things will be great. But if they're not great, just wait until they're great and then say God did that. And if it's taking forever for things to be great, just keep waiting and someday you'll die. And then you can't complain anymore because you'll think you're in heaven, but you're just dead. Yep. But Adventist always has a secondary unspoken lesson. In this case, it's that don't try anything new. Wit's End was good before. Uh, <laughs> Do not but... <laughs> adapt to the 21st yes. century at Computers all. Computers will never catch on. Exactly. Pass the word yeah. around. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's just, uh, it just sucks. Yep. It's so annoying that Wit gets to change everything back and learn. I like what what Lit, Wit learns from this episode is I was already perfect to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he learns every episode. Yes, and and his lull just ends. Like ugh, it's so annoying. So, mm-hmm. um, what what are some of our better lessons from this episode? To not rely on children for your emotional needs. Mm, seems like a tough one to live out, but we'll see if I can apply that to my life this week. <laughs> uh, you know, Paige and I were talking about the other day how we don't know a single child in our town. That sounds incredible. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Anyway, we get to plenty of adults, but the yeah. children are zero. I know one of I the adults we no two of the adults we know have kids, but we just haven't met them. I forget that I am of an age where I'm I would be allowed to have children if I wanted them. Mm-hmm. I went I met some of my boyfriend's high school friends who are my age this week, and one of them had three kids, Ew. and they were the kids were just there. Ew. I, I know that is not something I would want to experience in VR. And you know what sucks? <laughs> What's crazy is that the kids were evenly spaced out age-wise, and the parents were not super young when they had the first one. They were just a normal age for a family. That is really strange. Anyway, yeah. I think though you would be able to meet fewer kids if you apply my lesson, which is that children need multiple. Uh, like third spaces to go mm-hmm. they need mm-hmm. places to have fun relax play that isn't just home and school uh increasingly and for teenagers work and you're right yeah other than the church um mm-hmm. because kids uh, you know they are they get criminalized for just hanging out it's really hard mm-hmm. for them to just chill at the mall and if you have a yep. fun place like novacom kids center if you want to go have you know an upscale version or if you want to go to the we you know you can get a more classic Mm -hmm. thing but like you just 
you need that space. They deserve it. Just chill. Play some games. Eat some ice cream. I don't give a fuck. You're a kid. Yeah. What do you have to yeah. worry about? Let kids be chaotic evil again. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. Uh, that did make me think you were just like having a third place that isn't like school, home, or church. And like Wits End basically is an extension of church. And that made me wonder, do you think that Wits End is not taxed? <gasps> Ooh. Sucks. There's I no it, way. I bet it's not. No, he he has to be running as a business. I don't know. It I is know. just ice cream. Yeah, like is he could he qualify as a parachurch organization? Like, ooh, and maybe know. he has to like keep a certain number of like participants to keep his like tax. Surely it couldn't be a five hundred one c three. There's no way. Uh, we'll have to look it up. Don't That's know. public information. Yep. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Or did we'll he start a new organization under the WE, thereby creating shell companies that he uh-huh. will be able to inflate value uh, and shore up his uh, shortcomings, his financial losses money from laundering. the slow couple of weeks he had. Right. Mm. He's got to be money laundering because, like, I'm sure he presents what's in. It's like it's so affordable because that's how I get children to come hang out with me. And so he's got to have money elsewhere. And ugh. Anyway, my lesson, my lesson is specifically for Tom. Tom, baby, you're dating a narcissistic asshole and you deserve so much better than that. Your idea about talking to the children was great and it worked. But then went, wit went and he, <laughs> you out. Yeah. Don't put up with that, Tom. Don't put and up anybody with that. else who's in a relationship like that. Don't put up with that shit. With and you may be giving yourself excuses of why you think it's normal, but the rest of us listening back, once we've grown up and had some space and some perspective, realize how fucked up it is. Mm-hmm. It seemed normal at the time. Yep. Anyway. Well, that's our that's our episode for today. That's the WE. How should we end this episode? God, I really feel like we gotta we just gotta end there, I we gotta we gotta just take this this heaviness mm-hmm. on that's on our hearts, and we just gotta lay it at the foot of the cross right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just don't know. Can anyone see the the sun's kind of backlighting it? Can anyone see who's up on that cross right now? Oh my god! Oh my god! That's yeah. I'm pretty sure the very distinct outline of Queen Amidala. <laughs> Is she gay? Um, she was my first crush. That's fair. That's fair. And I mean, she's got all those decoys and handmaidens. Yeah. Like, plus, whenever she gets like exploded a little bit, and then she kind of survives long enough to say something, like some. Oh, did I something. did think she came. Do you think you could, if there's an like an explosion? So I'm not a woman. If a if a well, I should say I don't have a vagina. But if an explosion happens near you and it hits just the right spot, do you think you could have an orgasm? Ooh, I want to think yes. I I hope that she died happy. But it is kind of telling, and I don't I don't know why I didn't realize how telling this was until uh, I was an adult. Um, I always cast myself as the person holding her when she died. <laughs> I was like, obviously, that's who I want to be. Mm. Okay. So yes, you would have been at the foot of the cross if she was there. Yeah, our queen. Yeah. Licking the foot of the cross. Heroin passing. Would it just, would the sign above her read, uh, like, Queen of the Queers or something? I think Queen of the Naboos. Queen of the, yeah, there you go, there you go. 
My yeah. bad. Yeah. No buys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Well, it's just like it says king. I was just because it says king of the Jews and Naboo's rhymes. That's oh, all. oh, oh! I see what you're going with there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just missed that flight completely. I, I was combining my extensive knowledge of both the Star Wars and Christian canons into one, and it just—it's hard to keep up. It is. You have so many levels. I do. Your Man, it's just so lucky to have you. It's a shame Jar Jar Binks was crucified with Queen Amidala. Another gay icon. You know what? We should pray yeah. to both of them. I think they both deserve it. They are part of the Holy Trinity, and uh, Boss Nass, I believe, is the other, uh, the third part of it. Um, He's do you the think father. that Jar Jar Binks is like the guy on the cross dying next to Jesus, and Queen Amidala is Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, the thief on the cross. Yeah. Oh, is that literally what you just said? I'm Absolutely. So sorry. Yeah. Oh, see, I was saying that they were a Trinity. They were the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Oh. So I guess we got to decide kind of theologically how we want to, like, what's our Christology of the podcast? The solution is we need to pray on it. We need to meditate. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, this and is pray a very difficult, discouraging question. It is making yeah. me doubt exactly what I believe in. So who wants yeah. to lift so us pitch- up in prayer today? Snip, I feel like it's got to be you, okay. man. Okay. Okay. If you all hold hands. Okay. Purse, your hands are cold. Okay. Bad circulation. Yeah, it's okay. <sighs> it's actually, I think it's a life-threatening situation. <laughs> Pray for me. Um, our mommy and daddy in oh. Star Wars heaven, <laughs> floating in space, like the beautiful pieces of space dust you are, how would be your episode one appearances in particular? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, please give us guidance as we dive deeper into the lore of your world and experiences so we can get to know you better mm. yes and more of you less of us mm. more of you less of us please teach mm. us humility teach us practically nothing of me yeah guide us through our relationships with minors keep them appropriate <laughs> hallelujah save us from capitalism may mm. your will be done jar jar mm. amen no homo. No homo. Misa say amen. I love that. I love that. We did a potty. We did a potty.